This is the Crushing Through Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Crushing Through Life podcast with your hosts Rob and Jim. It is July 20th, 2021. And as always, let's start off with today's quote. This quote comes from Mr. Scott Kelly. If we have a goal and a plan and we are willing to take risks and mistakes and work as a team, we can choose to do the hard thing. Scott is an American engineer, retired astronaut, and naval aviator. He's a holder of 17 medals and awards, and he's a veteran of four space flights. Kelly commanded the International Space Station, the ISS. In November 2012, Kelly was selected for a year-long mission to the ISS. His, spa- his year in space began on March 2015 with the launch of the Soyuz spacecraft. He remained on the station for Expeditions 43, 44, 45, and 46. The mission ended on March 1st, 2016 with the departure of the Soyuz from the station back to Earth. And it's actually pretty interesting that we learn about this man today. Yeah, definitely. As, as billionaires around the world are racing to space, <laughs> including Jeffrey Bezos and Richard Branson. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, pretty wild, man. Yeah, good I, good pick for today's uh, quote of all days with the yeah, space exploration. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty actually, cool. Uh, you know, this guy, obviously Scott Kelly, is, you know, spending that long in space and being such a big part of it. Can you imagine being like just just let alone going up to space is is wild in itself, but like spending a year on the ISS, a year. There's no way I could do so, it. So, so wild. I don't think I could ever do that. <laughs> no, I was going to, when you were reading it, I'm like, I'm going to ask him, you know, yeah. how long do you think you could go up there for? Oh, geez. A year is a long thing. Remember how, like, so people were freaking out about a year in lockdown in their own homes. <laughs> you know, people getting claustrophobic here. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's by choice when you're up there and like, you know, people like that are, they're seeking those, those adventures out and they're, they're happy to, to be up there, but it's a long, that's a long time. That's a very long time. In fact, I think actually, wasn't there talk, and this may have been from the uh, the Amazon world, I don't remember who mentioned it, but there, or, or maybe it's, um, maybe it's uh, SpaceX, uh, they, they wanted to like give rides for people who wanted, wanted to fly out in space. And it's like, you, you can spend like a quarter million dollars and, and just go for a trip up to space. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember exactly. You know how much of that is uh, now been blown up into, you know, comedy TV shows and writing because it's been so long that I've been hearing about that that it seems like it's just you know a joke for the super super rich, you know the one yeah. percent of the world that have all the wealth. But, there you um, go. Yeah, pretty good. Like I have heard of that before. I mean, obviously it's basically being done with uh, two billionaires going up today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I could do it, man. Even if I had the money, even if I had millions of dollars, I don't think I could do it. Dude, yeah. I can't even like stand on the glass like walkway on the CN Tower <laughs> without like my my legs starting to wobble. I mean, like air, air so, flights, airplane, no problem. Uh, what, but but just like yeah. What's funny uh, uh, about that, you know, my kind of theory is 
like for me, when I was young, I went to the CN Tower and I was probably like 10. My um, aunt and uncle were in from California and I went with my grandma. It was really, a really cool day, actually. And um, I was too afraid to go on there. And there's kids jumping up and down and, you know, it's the middle of the day in the summertime. And I wouldn't do it. And my grandma, uh, my mom's mom just shoved me out into the open of it. And once I was out there, I was like, you know, kind of frozen. And then I looked down and it, it really wasn't so bad. And then the second time, only had been twice. Second time I went, it was at night. So it didn't really have the same effect because you couldn't really see. But I, I guess my theory of it is, you know, the second time when I was up, I was, you know, more mature, I was probably 28 or maybe, oh, no, I would have been like 30 or 31. And uh, I think it's worse for me to stand on like, you know, the roof of a, I don't know, a four foot or four story building or like, you know, being on a, a balcony up there and looking down than it is because when you're so high up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's game over. But like three three stories, like you're probably going to just be in a lot of pain. Um, <laughs> you know, so it's it's almost worse. But so like I think looking down from space, like you just it wouldn't matter. Right. Like you're if you get out of there, you're dead. So that wouldn't <laughs> necessarily bother me. It would be yeah. uh, it, it would just be like kind of trapped for um for a year and like you know i wouldn't be able to do it in a submarine i'd probably rather do it in space honestly than in a submarine like at least you can kind of see what's going on yeah I yeah I don't for know. sure for sure um i i mean it and and you you could get lost in that thing man the iss is huge and there's all mm -hmm. these different pods and all that and your orientation's messed up but I, I I think for an astronaut and, and an engineer and a scientist like it'd be pretty cool to like just spend time up there um, but yeah, like that just freaks me out. I like, I get, I get visuals of like trying of, of like being locked, locked down into a chair or strapped down into a chair and like your, your, your rocket's about to launch off mm -hmm. and the countdown happens. And it's like, is it, is it successful on that? Just all this, it's just it's mind blowing to me that like people, um, with all this money are just going up there for the fun of it. <laughs> I guess, you oh, know, what's kind of cool is if, if you have it. And you can and you can afford it. I mean, it's yeah, it's a once in a lifetime thing. That, you know, there's only so many people that have that could say they've actually gone up into space. So if 100%. you're into it, you know, and you have the money, like what if you have infinite money? What, is, what does it matter? You know, I mean, I'm sure you could do a lot of better things, but it's not like these people aren't charitable. Uh, maybe if I was at a certain age, you know, it's like yeah, hey, I've lived a good life. You know, like, well, uh, why not That's true. just go up there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, man, like last week, we had a pretty crazy week for some reason. Like my whole family was this vibes been kind of off. And usually it's it's pretty good and pretty positive in our household. And I think it's more so for the fact that we've been kind of stuck inside and the weather's been really, really crappy. Mm -hmm. um, it was the first time and I'm pretty lucky, I would say, as a parent, because I know a lot of parents uh, deal with this and it's it's difficult to deal with. But like it was the very first time that that my son complained that he was inside and, and couldn't go outside, you know? It was like, I'm stuck inside, I, I want to go outside, but it was during a thunderstorm, it was like the third, fourth day of raining, and right. he just had like a legit meltdown, freak out, anxiety filled, where like, we actually had to stop everything that we were doing, my wife and I were working at home, and basically just talk to him and calm him down, it was really, really bad, it was, it was a pretty big temper tantrum. Right. So, the next, he would not survive on the uh, space station there. He would not survive on the space station. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, got time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, blame him. But, but yeah, like I, I, I feel for these parents that uh, definitely do with that. 
deal with that on uh, on a day to day basis with with kids that are a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spe- specifically like for people that don't have a a dedicated workspace, like an office or, or whatever, and they're like working from you know uh, a kitchen table or or whatever. Yeah, yeah living room is all you got. Inside. And he's not at the age where I could just be like, all right, go outside, you know, go play outside, do whatever you like to do. Right. Um, you know, we we can't. And you're working. Uh, we can't. Right? Like yeah, you, we're even working. If you're going like, to take him for a walk with an umbrella. It's like, yeah, I'm still. You yeah. still got stuff to do. We have a front concrete patio, and like he he's four years old, so he can go outside and play in that area. But he doesn't want to play in that area, right? He wants to go mm-hmm. up. He wants to go to the park, walk around, whatever. Um, and it's just get. It was just getting to him. So. I looked at Terry and, and my wife and I we were like, you know, we got to we got to get him out the next the next day. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Actually, this particular day was nice. It was the past three. I'm just trying to remember now the past three or four days during this week. It was awful. This particular day where he freaked out. We were both working. We couldn't take him out, obviously. Oh, and okay. he just had a meltdown. So right, it was a very it's finally nice. nice. So, and now yeah, it was, it was finally nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I looked at my wife and was like, we got to take him out. But like, I don't want to take him to the park. I want to like do something nice for him. So we actually ended up doing a little beach day. And, oh, right um, you know, there's we live in the Toronto area and, and the 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 beach that we we went to was Sunnyside Beach. And it it's this, it's this really nice beach. But if you ever if you ever um, like, Ontario? I don't know if you're. Yeah, if you're familiar with any Toronto beaches, like there's Woodbine Beach and all that, there's all these little different beaches along the lake shore. Anyways, this particular one, Sunnyside Beach, is like a little mini, for those who know the Toronto area at all, it's like a little mini Wasega Beach. Um, it's got a little pavilion with the bar and all that, and even a restaurant. You can you can order yeah, food, nice. and it's just nice right, nice on, right on the beach side. So it's a really nice spot. Um, as long as there's no E. coli in the, in the water. Wow, it's like Ontario. That's why I asked. <laughs> Yeah, there's been some warnings about E. coli in, in, in this particular area of the beach where like half the, half of the beach is like cut off where you can't swim in the other half. It's like you can swim in it. <laughs> That's reassuring. Yeah. Don't, yeah exactly. don't go past that line. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like after a particular set of like hot, hot, humid temperatures and, and no mm. rain, it's just like the water, they treat the, they, they test the water and it's, it's terrible, right? They, yeah. yeah it's, can't swim in it. Um. But anyways, we we just like we take him out to the sand, we do the sandcastle thing and all that, and he loved it, dude. He had a blast, played music. Wife awesome. and I tossed a frisbee around, and it was so good. Um, just from um kind of like an unwind standpoint, and it was like it wasn't even a vacation, it wasn't a weekend, it was a weekday, right? Oh, it nice. A, yeah. It was a Tuesday right after work, five o'clock. We had we had dinner and just drove right down. It took me 20 minutes. Um and it was just like we just set up on a beach, dude, and just just kind of, you know, wound down. And I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, I can't. This is why I, I appreciate working from home a lot. because I can't mm. do that um, during the time where I did work back in, in, in the office because my commute would be like an hour. I get home, then I have to prep dinner and all that. And it's just like, yeah, we're not going to go to the beach <laughs> after. It's so time consuming. Work. So time consuming, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, That's good for you. I love getting I love doing anything on the week nights because yeah. it does it doesn't just feel like you're uh living to work. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you're, you know, you're working to live and you you know, you guys all three of you went out. That's that's a nice, you know, little quiet night. Um Yeah. And the yeah. sun, you know, it's not setting so early, so you know, you can still get out there. It's not too late. 
or even if it is a little bit too late, I mean, obviously the little guy's got to go to bed at some time, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Speaking like, speak of which, I'm, I don't know if you can hear him. He's running around outside my door right now and way <laughs> past his bedtime. <laughs> That's the summer. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. let him up uh, past his bedtime, you know, uh, every once in a while. You gotta let right him have it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's really nice though. That's a that's a nice day. Yeah, man. It was it was awesome. Um so I just wanted to to note that like like do a beach day. And do a beach day during the day if you can, and if there's an area where you can swim uh near you. It's just, you know, take advantage of your outside environment. And if you can't do a beach day or too far away from where you live, try to get outside as much as possible, right? Try to get mm-hmm. to some sort of area where there's water. You know, if there's uh, a a piece of land that just has a, a small pond or a lake or whatever you can just sit at. Um, you can't particularly swim in. It's not a beach, but just go out there, enjoy some water views. I think that's just such a beautiful moment to just unwind and not think about work and uh, the daily grind. <laughs> I love being near water, no matter where it is, you know, a hike around. So I think I've, you know, I've mentioned it before. My mom's come. We've gone to Bayfront Park in Hamilton or, um, you know, over by McMaster, there's a couple of trails and you just kind of find the lake and you just walk all the way around it. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's always just like peaceful to me to watch something about the water, maybe um, just very right. cal- calming to me. So yeah, I totally hear you on that. Right. And it was kind of funny because I'm sure you've recalled from the past episode, I've hurt my foot. <laughs> during, uh, yes. During I, Canada Day. We, we can't explain it. It happened. Yeah. Move on. It happened. Let's yeah. move on. Yeah. Uh, so during this beach day, we we were my wife and I were tossing a frisbee around and, and we were, and I was hammering it back and forth between, uh, between each other. And, and, um, like I was going back and forth on, on, uh, like a downhill. Like she was, she had the higher ground. I was on a downhill on the beach. Uh, she's Anakin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Anakin Skywalker. Um, but it was so oh, no, good. That's one who has the high ground. Yeah. Because I felt like I had such a great workout going back and forth and just catching the frisbee and just throwing it back and all that. And I had no pain in my foot. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, I don't have any pain in my foot. And before it hurt a lot. Mm. I remember when, you know, I, I hurt my foot and started working out the, the, a few days after that. And like, I heard it, I heard it again. I couldn't work out. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to like push this too much, man. Yeah. So I'm just going to like not work out for a little bit and let it heal. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, oh, right? God. Like, so when I hurt my wrist, I, I didn't do anything for two weeks, um, uh, like, you know, in terms of anything remotely active with my wrist. And it was all just, you know, going for walks and doing leg workouts and, and really like, you know, focusing on on core and that kind of thing that you could do. Like there's so many things that you can do where you don't need to, you know, have your, your wrist or your ankle. It's, you know, modified, but you can still do it. And actually speaking of, I, um, the doctor called me yesterday to give me back my MRI results. Oh, um, so, you know, bad news, I, I wasn't sure how to, how to take it. I mean, you know, I haven't really given it too much thought. It seems like if it was more serious or there was, you know, something, something really bad as a possibility, they would have had a little more haste, you know, it would have been a little more rushed. But having said that, I have had every test, you know, MRI included now. So I really wasn't nervous. And then the phone rang and I knew it was them because they always put no name. So you don't call them back, I guess. But I know that like, that's the, the doctor. And this, when it was ringing, I was like, oh man, I like, it's possible I could hear something that I'm not ready to hear. Uh, right. You know, just like every bad thought was like 10 times worse 
right mm -hmm. as soon as the phone rang. So anyways, I called Jess up because as I said before, she needs to be there for the uh, adult supervision. Of course. Uh, to hear this, this stuff. <laughs> so she gets out a pen and paper and writes everything down. I just put a guy on speakerphone. But basically he said, um, it's, a, it's a cyst, about two centimeters uh, in, in diameter, I think. Or sorry, in uh, oh, wow. cir circumference. It's like, you know, not tiny, but uh, so it's just a buildup of, of fluid. Um, I got to go see a neurologist. Mm -hmm. And um, basically, like what he said, the next steps are is, you know, they'll get another opinion, but I'm sure this, you know, the expert will see it and just say, um, you know, we might need to inject something and, and try and remove the fluid. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully that that works. And if it you know doesn't, then uh, surgically they might have to remove it. Right. Um, right. But it, all things considered, I mean, the guy said it was pretty common. The recovery is well, you good. know pretty standard, I guess. So, uh, you know, kind of a relief and kind of nice just to have an answer finally. Like you know, we're mm -hmm. this happened at Christmas, so we're almost seven months ago now. Where I'm just now getting, you know, what happened to it. So, um, and actually it's funny, I, I, the last, like over the weekend, it really started to hurt. Like where I was, I was, it was waking me up because I couldn't find a comfortable place to sleep with it. Cause I, like I was moving or, you know, just knocks it cause she moves around more than I do. Um, yeah. I recall, I recall you shared in our group, like your posting of your Fitbit, uh, results and like I commented on, wow, you only had four hours of sleep last night. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned, yeah, my wrist hurts <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was tough it was like off off and yeah. on i think i actually took the fitbit off though like at one point i'm like i like i'm just it's not even, like i put it on the other wrist but it, it was more just i you know i was kind of just fed up with it but uh right right yeah not too bad but those results though uh i was pretty proud of those um i had i did i went for for a round of golf with my buddy yesterday and I did 14 kilometers of walking. So we walked a very tough course. There's hills. I think it said like you climbed 50 stories or something or 50 stairs, wow. whatever it is. Um, Amazing. You know, 20,000 20, steps. Of course, I got instantly one up in our workout chat. I posted like, hey, guys, it's my personal best on the Fitbit. And our other friend that's in BC right now just posts a 30K step mark. Like, all right, thanks a lot, man. Here's my best day ever. And you just... <laughs> Same day he beats it. But the, how long have you been saying that? I knew it was uh, coming. I was hovering over the button. Right. Well, well, well done. Good execution. But the golf was great. I actually, um, it's a really tough course. I even predicted to a couple of friends, you know, that I would shoot 118 and I yeah. shot 102. On the back nine, I shot 45, which is maybe my best wow. back nine ever. That's and this amazing. course is very tough. But I don't know. It's just with a friend. You mean like we got lucky where there was nobody on the course in front of us. So um, you can kind of just get into a rhythm because, you know, what happens when you play Saturday, Sundays, I find is that the course gets so backed up that you might have a good hole. And by the time you get back to tee off the next one, you're out of your rhythm. And it like so, you know, it's it's I mean, it's just excuses, I guess. But, um, you know, I really felt like and we just had an absolute blast. Uh, and then we picked up Jess and went for Buffalo Wild Wing and on a patio. Got a couple oh, of, I had my first pint of Guinness in a yeah, long time. It was dude, amazing. Yeah, I was good. Yeah, I was gonna say that was I, so good. I am craving some wings, man. Some nice patio wings. The pint that oh, sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was so. We were gonna. There's a place around the, oh. the corner from my house called Boomers, 
and just the name of it i've always boomers. always boomers right. we've always wanted to go and then okay. as we on the way back my friend was like oh buffalo wild wing like we gotta because like, like we both love the the boneless wings there and they like buffalo wild wings some great flavors so we, we ended up nice. going there but yeah nice i mean that was that was a, a great um great outing feel feel good like my legs i don't Plus, know if, if you he, probably if you if you went to boomers you probably would have been denied at the door based on your age uh yeah we're not 45 plus <laughs> oh boy <laughs> uh do i get to control those at some point or no let's okay. continue all right yeah but that, i mean great monday and that, like i like i was saying like it's it feels so nice to to get something done during the week you know like it's tonight's tuesday and i've already like you know we like we'll have recorded an episode and i went for a 14 kilometer walk already i mean i was feeling it today i don't know the guy's about to like my friend did it again today and he actually he shot an 84 and then he shot 80 today so he's wow. he does it he, like he's a machine with this stuff but i guess you know people usually take the carts there but uh anyways yeah it's like you know great start to the week for me personally that's great man that's yeah. awesome good for you dude 14k that's impressive regardless of you being beat like that's so pretty awesome yeah like, yeah <laughs> to, to for you for you for you to top your own personal best that's that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty crazy i mean it's two days of walking for me <laughs> well and like you, you know, said right it's, it's a personal best so you know just because our other friend beat it you know like a lot of the time if if i was trying to compare it to people even in our own workout chat you know i would be way behind but i don't view it that way right. I'm, I'm at my own pace and i'm setting my own targets right so it's um right i think that's an right. important thing to think of when you're you know, when you look around it, like if you go to a gym, if you know, when they're open up finally, or, you know, and maybe they already mm -hmm. are, I think, but, and you see what other people are doing, like, it doesn't matter. Just, you know, what matters is your goal and, and you're, you're out there to begin with. So, um, that, that inspires me a little bit, man, because my foot is healed. I, I want to start running again. And I, and I've, I miss it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and in fact, I think I might make it a goal to get back out there myself this, this, um, this month and try to, I hate using using the words try to. It's just like you got to do it. You got to get out oh, there and yeah, just yeah. get back at it, man. Because I I whenever you and, and and this is this goes back to like you know that crappy weekend I had where like I felt crap like like crap and then I got the hives and then I got the second yeah it was a shot time. and it was just a terrible weekend. And I got my foot all gashed and now it's healed. You you, you miss the days where you feel perfect mm -hmm. and it's like you're just. Now you just can't be lethargic and just like you need to get back out there and get back into the grind like you're, you're all healed up. You're going to have uh, days where you're at your lowest where you're not going to be able to do things. And when you're at your highest where you just feel like you could do, you know, you could extend and do double the amount of workout that you did. Mm -hmm. It's the medium days that I think are going to slow, you know, myself, you from the sounds of it down where it's like, you know, you just don't bring it. And those are the ones that you got to change your, your mindset and, and be like, I'm, I'm getting it done today. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't I totally have to be, agree. you know, like if you're getting into running, you don't need to run 5k. You don't need to run a kilometer. Maybe just run 500 meters and walk 500 meters and then run 200 meters and walk 200 meters. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like there's no, it's whatever you set it at. It was, you know, it's kind of what I was saying before. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. Even my wife, she was like, you know, um, because I've fallen off the track a little bit. She's like, you, you should, you should, you know, start, get back to where you, you, you've been doing these 10k daily goals. Mm -hmm. And you, I saw you, you're so motivated to get those goals that, that, that reach that 10K every day. You try to get back to that a lot more. Um, but I think what I want to do is, um, 
I, I miss running and I, and I, and it's, it's, I miss going outside. So I want to get back to like, maybe like doing like a 3k run every day, something like that, something easily obtained. Um, maybe you could, you could run 3k maybe mix every it day in with run it. What's that? You could just run 3k straight. Oh yeah. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. I don't like I'd... 5k, 5k is pushing it, uh, I'm, running I, straight running. It's been so long since I've, I've just ran, uh, you know, besides I don't even play, you know, sports that really require it too much. Like even yeah. tennis is stop and go or, you know, like running the bases and baseball is like sprints. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not playing. Mind you, this is straight. Like, this is this is like straight playing running. I'm not I'm not going up and down hills or anything like that. Yeah, but like... even still, like that's pretty impressive. You know, when I was doing like when I in one of our challenges, I'd go out for a run. But mm -hmm. I, I would try and run for, you know, one kilometer and then I would walk and then I'd try and run another one. Um, you know, I'm sure I could do it at a very slow pace, but nothing, I don't know, nothing like I used to for sure. Like I, I used to do cross country when I was younger. So it's, if you, if you did cross country when you were younger, something is instilled in your body. I'm sure, pretty sure you could bring it back, man, for sure. I feel like, if, uh, if you went back to it, kind of what slowed me down in sports was not really learning how to breathe properly, I think. You know, I remember cross country yeah. and just be, being out of breath or getting back to the bench from hockey, especially, and just being so out of breath and like not, you know, learning really how to, to harness the maximum potential, I guess, of my lungs. Um, to be something, you know, interesting to look back at, uh, you know, mm -hmm. kind of after high school, I guess, you know, like had I done more sports, you know, just exactly what I was physically, like my max capabilities of certain sports um because i'm obviously now actually i'm in better shape now than i've been in a you know in a long time but uh maybe over the hill peak physical wise <laughs> so the other day i went full dad mode oh i, I saw i saw pictures of i know this. <laughs> i know you did i went, yeah, full, you definitely dad went mode, full dad yeah and I, and I rented a rug cleaner from Lowe's. And I looked at my wife before doing so, and I think like something dropped on the floor and I picked it up. It was a, probably a remote or something, like that, but I got really down close to the, our like our we have like a, a big, large wool rug that we've had since 2012. <laughs> and it's never been cleaned other than vacuumed, obviously, from right, 2012. Like it's clean. been like it's been like deodorized with like baking soda and vacuumed and all that, but like not like a deep, deep clean. And I right. went to bend down, like pick up a remote, something that fell. And I, I smell the carpet. I'm like, dude, we got to clean this. <laughs> it's <laughs> gross. It's so gross, man. Um, and on top of which, if you rent one, like you can do your your bedroom. We have carpets in our bedroom, which yeah, suck. Yeah. I wish yeah. we had hardwood floors. Um, we have hardwood floors in our main room, but we have a rug in front of our in our our main room in our couch. So like like you know, um, so everything it just feels a little bit more more cozier. Sorry, everything carpeted. You cleaned. Yeah, everything carpeted, I cleaned. And we had like a an, an, an entranceway rug and all that. It's like full of salt stains from like past winters and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, so how they rented, look? They look amazing now. Rented it from Lowe's, got the carpet cleaner, paid the ridiculous $25 cost of the Bissell cleaning solution, which was so expensive. I couldn't believe how expensive it was. Um, but anyways, and went to town on these carpets and after they were done we walked on the carpets in, in the bedroom and first of all like what came out of the what came out of the things so gross like mm -hmm. the dirty water that came out of these uh these carpets because they were just it. the og carpets from like 
when this place was built and you know the vacuum can only do so much it's like the deep man the deep bacteria that comes out of your carpets it's gross i recommend anyone who's ever got carpets get a rental rug cleaner just like clean your rugs and see what comes out of it it's more you can get more out of it than just vacuuming obviously yeah so uh we ended up uh cleaning the rug and the rug was so thick and heavy i did like five or six passes on it but i think i saturated it too much and it took two and a half like almost three days of of it to fully dry to dry oh my god dude like i had to get four four or five fans on this thing hmm. and at one point we went we went out to uh we went out somewhere i can't remember where exactly but we came back and it, we were out all day and all the windows were closed and the rug smelled so bad just from being saturated from the cleaner and it's still right, right. it's still like drying and it's just soaked and we ended up opening up all the windows and i ended up lifting the carpet and just trying to get this thing cleaned and all that or air dried and now it's fine it smells it smells great now it's all well, been aired out that's great yeah. so you'd recommend I'd recommend if anyone's interested in cleaning their carpets, go rent a carpet cleaner from from Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever, dude. Get it done. Use uh, promo code Crushing Through Life. You'll get a <laughs> uh, you'll get a zero dollar discount. There you go. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's too much power for you to have. I think one day you'll get the producer controls. One day. One day. Well, that's pretty sweet, though. I mean, like even that in itself is you know, like when when Jess and I clean the house, I always feel like, again, we accomplished something as, as lame as that sounds. I didn't think, you know, I'd be saying that older in life. But her her uh, two of her friends came over Friday night, you know, so we just tied it up a little bit and, and I actually vacuumed. And it's just one of those things, you know, it's like it was seven o'clock. House was looking pristine. I'd already vacuumed. It just feels good. I don't know to know that my my house is in in a. Uh, standing here dude i'm the Ducks same way in a row absolutely i i 100 agree with you i love a clean house i love a clean organized house um i would well, say i'm the i'm the clean one in our relationship <laughs> you you and i actually were just talking about this before the podcast started because I, I i fidget so i can't have things on my desk while we record because i'll just be playing with them as you have commented in the past so i literally put them away but i try to keep my desk relatively clean anyways like you know regardless but it's funny because so rob and i last friday uh actually went on a zoom call and we were going through our old year actually we were on a and, and greg was on as well but you had your yearbook up and we were just going through it and it's kind of funny i guess because um like yearbooks are one of those things i would never throw away but in terms of just keeping clutter like i i've moved i forget i honestly forget how many times probably 10 10, 12 times, maybe, I don't know, uh, mm -hmm. maybe 10, 10 times in my life. So I've gotten pretty good at deciding, you know, what's important and what's not important and purging that stuff uh, because I don't need something that is like a keepsake from, from wherever, you know, like I, I even think back, like I bet my dad has my, uh, my trophies from when I was a kid and they're probably more special to him than they are to me. Now, because like I, I remember the teams and the people that I met and that kind of thing, but something that says, you know, you did this or whatever, like I have those memories. Maybe that's it's, you're supposed to trigger them, but the yearbook is something I would never throw away. I had a blast going through that, uh, the, the old yearbooks with you and Greg, just trying to remember people's names and, you know, the stories that come up and, and that kind of thing. And that's stuff I would never, never purge, but 
I'm pretty good, you know, because Jess and I, we thought we were going to move. I just went through the house and threw out a bunch of stuff that I had brought here to begin with. Like, not things that I accumulated here, things that I had brought in. And it's every, every time I move, I feel, you know, I, I'm like, do I really need this? No. Like, I've heard if you haven't used it or looked at it or thought of it in a year, do you really need it? But I, I think that's kind of a dumb rule, honestly. There, there should be no uh, you know, black and white set of standards for for throwing away your your memories on, on this <laughs> on this type of thing where it's like oh that's one year sorry that's the rule you got to get rid of it you know there's right. like there's people that would do it even more than me they'd be like man your house is, is cluttered but what, what about you like are you good at all with with purging and and that kind of thing or yeah yeah i would say so i mean you can see the amount of books that we i have behind me um when we first moved to this location i had a bunch of tech textbooks from college that were just so old and outdated and all that mm -hmm. and i just got rid of them all like these are just they're, they're, they're garbage they're obsolete now like one was repairing ser windows server 2003 like it's not even worth donating to a library it's 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 that old right unfortunately that's that's the way of with it books and i've gone i've gone the way of like getting digital um uh, books because i hate throwing out uh uh books like that um but it was garbage. It was just, it just went into recycling, right? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, purging, purging for sure. I'm definitely all about purging as much as possible. Um, but I have a memory box. I got, I have a memory box that I got stuff from like when I was a kid. I have my swimming badges for my swimming lesson right. in my memory box. And I have, I have report cards. It's just kind of funny to look at your report cards every now and then. Um, Those weren't, I wouldn't be keeping on to some of the ones I have. So. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad, but, uh, you know, I guess, uh, actually I do well, have pic one. like, like pictures, I got, I got drumsticks from concerts and picks and right, like right. concert tickets, like, you know, there's, there's concert tickets I, I've always kept. I, I, I kept some yeah. movie stubs, you know, the movies that Jess and I have been to in the past and, and things like that, that I, you know, otherwise I, I would forget. Um, but it is kind of funny cause I do have a report card that I'm not proud of. And looking back at it, you know, I just shake my head at, um, you know, the lack of, of effort that I put into it. And um, now being older and more mature, I like the thing that I do the most, you know, for work, like I don't I don't have that that lack of effort anymore. I, I, I do put, you know, both feet forward and strap in and, and, and go for it. So and I'm trying mm -hmm. to, you know, put that into other aspects of my life, right, with like uh with workouts and studying poker and learning how to cook uh and that kind of thing and you know stopping complacency so seeing that is actually a good thing that i don't i didn't keep the glory report cards uh you know only i kept the, some of the bad ones too but you know i i'm surprised i i have as many left as as i do because it again it wouldn't matter to me you know like i what those what those say at this point uh, you know it's I all was, right? it's all it's all just a sign of, of development and growth, man. That's all mm -hmm. it is. I mean, we always look back at, uh, and I, I thought it was funny because I thought about this the other day too. We always look back at like childhood memories, whether they like some like some might be cringy or some might be embarrassing and all that. But if you look, or, or you might, or you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that thing back when I was 16, 17 years old. And that memory sticks with you like a long time because it was, it was so impactful in mm -hmm. that, in that moment. And you still think about it when you're 32 years old um but three sometimes yeah but like like i said it's just it's just a it's just a sign of growth that you know what you did 
or that attitude that you had before was incorrect and you don't have that same attitude or outlook now. Right. right? Yeah. This is a learning experience now. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like there's, and then thank God we didn't have social media back then when we were in elementary school or, 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 or high school. I mean, it just kind of started at the edge of high school where we started with live journal. Um, I think you know, we're in that, like, honestly, the sweet spot where we got to, we're at the age where social media is a part of our lives, but it didn't steal our teens like it does now. Uh, you know, like we still got all like video games were becoming a thing when, you know, when we like, I mean, there were a thing, but you know, we got in 64 and then we got Xbox and PlayStation. Um, we had life without cell phones and then we had life with cell phones you know i feel like we got kind of the best of both worlds as opposed to being born now like you know, like you know your son not sure when he'll have a cell phone but it, it just becomes earlier and earlier and earlier in life you have all these these things at your fingertips there's so many more options it's so easy to get it you know the prices went down for a lot of that stuff i mean it's still absurd to buy you know an xbox or something but at the same time um, you know, the more people have them, they're more accessible, I guess. But I, I feel like we, we got lucky with the, you know, if you were kind of maybe like an 85, like 1985 to a 1992, 93, like that's maybe even 94, like that's kind of the sweet spot of how old, you know, where I think you kind of got the best of, of a pre internet dominated life. And then you still get to enjoy it now as you you know, hit your late twenties and, and early thirties. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I, would I thought for sure, sure you were going to do the applause one there. I like the way that <laughs> the way I, I, like I just kept going. I thought for sure he's going to do the, Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Subtle. Subtle. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> I can't, can't overdo it. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> no, it's a very good point, man. For sure. For sure. Um, the other the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh we 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 had a, a great day on the boat with the fam jam. Um my my wonderful aunt and uncle um they invited us out for a boat ride uh up in there. They have like a like they have like a, a, a covered marine they have their they have a boat in a covered marina, like a, a slip. Yep. And they took us out for a, for a boat ride. They invited us, invited us out on this on Sunday night last weekend. Very nice. And we had a great time, man. Great time on the lake. They took us out to a little beach area, and we've done this before with them, so it's always a blast when when they when they do invite us out to do uh, so a little boat a little boat ride. Last summer, I remember you saying that you you know you did paddle boarding and that's and right yeah so same same family that that's... Same, yeah okay same, right same family and all what, that uh, what lake i don't know if, i don't know if they want me to mention their names that's, that's yeah i mean yeah. just family is fine yeah just family <laughs> um but yeah like i i took them i took them out or they took us out to uh, this little beach area and it was it was so fun so much fun and, and they blew up the paddle board for me too and all oh, right on. ended up taking that out a little bit but man the waves were so rocky i what, got uh, rocked. what lake is it uh lake simcoe lake simcoe okay okay yeah yeah but it was a very it was kind of a choppy choppy mm. windy day and the the paddleboard is so much harder when it's just not still water it's just yeah for sure i i, I ended up like losing my balance like the second time i just like bailed off the side my sunglasses flew off and flew off. there's robbie d as we know him of course everyone cheered me on from the boat as i as i took i just ate it naturally you know. 
Good. And I uh, luckily I, I caught my glasses too because if they sank in the water, those would have done like my Ray Bans glasses. I'm like, no, no. See, this those. is this is the argument that Terry tells you of like, why don't you put the cap on your water bottle? I know, I know. My my uncle actually gave me a little like uh, strap. I thought you were gonna say like like kitty sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> when you're older, Rob, we'll give you a real pair. <laughs> yeah, Terry just gives me my uh, my my. Uh, <laughs> my son's sunglasses like if you lose these we'll buy another pair at shoppers <laughs> yeah <drug> there you <laughs> go <laughs> well, that's that's cool then that he had like a, a backup uh yeah yeah like strap sure. or whatever right yeah. that's awesome it was, though it's that's like and how was the weather like besides windy it was sunny on sunday sunny, I don't sunny weather sunny weather was it was actually kind of hazy hot there was no wind when we first got out to the to the beach area but the wind started picking up in the afternoon um but it was it was great man they put up the canopy on the boat and they gave us like a little a little uh lunch they had like they, they brought pizza and chips and oh yeah that's a day oh it was, it was awesome ice ice espresso was a, it was perfect man it was i couldn't ask for a, a better day and, and it's 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 great man it was always great it, and it's always a fun time spending spending time with them and and um you know just talking about life and family and all that um i i feel like it's kind of it's kind of more personal now as a parent, uh, or when, even when you get older, because, you know, my aunt watched me since, I, like, raised me since I was born, essentially, you know, mm -hmm. but now it's like when you're a parent, you can talk about more personal things that affect you and parenting and all that. So you feel like a, I, I guess you feel like a, what I'm trying to say is you feel like a closer connection versus when you were a kid, right? Um, I 100% so agree. Nice. Like yeah. when we were at the cottage, we have to take the boat over to the island and, and, you know, my aunt and uncle were there and I feel like they you know they they really know me now it's not mm -hmm. um you know they still ask the same the usual questions but it's uh you're you're right like you just you can have a deeper conversation and have it not be so intrusive you know my my i'm not a high school kid or or before that you know with my guard up like why do you want to know you know what i'm what i'm <laughs> but, you know they yeah. they, they yeah. generally oh, like, school, they, they, fine <laughs> yeah great i went there i i you know right my mind yeah right. but you know that's it, you're right like it, being at this age now is is really cool but what i did want to say also is uh you know even just the trip um to to the island and back like just being on the boat out in the water is just it's just awesome there's something about mm -hmm. it where I, like it just puts a smile on my face um to be out on on the water like that so yeah yeah for sure sure um and like even just talking about being this age uh it it's it's funny because I do think about it too sometimes where, you know, e even on this podcast, we talk about things that are a little bit more personal mm -hmm. and I wouldn't even talk about them when I was like, you know, in my early twenties or my mid twenties, or I'd be like too nervous to be speaking in public and all that. But now it's just like, who cares? You know, you just do what you want to do and whatever you want to do that makes, makes you happy in life. Um, it's a growth you were talking about from before, right? Like 100%. you see yourself back then. And you, I mean, you don't need to actually be funny to see a report card now with things more valuable of like, you know, like self-esteem, if like, did it go up, you know, uh, confidence or, um, you know, like how I was so shy in high school mm -hmm. and, and I'm, I'm not the same. I mean, I'm still shy. I'm a shy person by nature, but definitely more confident to, to be myself and, uh, you know, not be afraid to, to meet new people or, or, or things like that. So it, it's pretty cool. You're right to see the, you know, the growth and, and where we've come from. That's it, man. Growth, maturity happiness life life moves on dude and that's what it's all about got that right
All right, man. This has been episode 28, 28. of the Crushing Through Ooh. Life podcast. And if you could check us out on linktree.com slash crushing through life, you can follow us on all of our socials. Head over to our YouTube page and subscribe to us. That would be great. Have a great day, everybody. 